Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Acme Podcast Incorporated. I'm Lazy J. I'm your host, and I'm joined as always by my good buddy and co-host. Hey, everybody, it's Kai. How's it going? Yep. Uh, this week we're doing Infinity Train and Adventure Time, but before that, we got our weeks, and there's no upkeep this week. But we do have a spoiler cast for the second half of Masters of the Universe Revelation, mm-hmm. the uh, second set of five episodes, episodes six through ten. Oh boy, they're good. Yeah. Um, uh, they're, 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 there's some Sakuga in there, I'll tell you what. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get there, though. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that, though. Uh, mm-hmm. So, start out. Mm-hmm. What's new with you, Kai? Um, well, the first thing is one I can't really talk about a whole lot, because we, you know, you want to stay out of it, is uh, me and Adrian started watching... What is available of Stone Ocean, the the, ah. the anime? Yeah, um, it's good. It's good. It's real good. Good. I'm enjoying Stone Ocean so far. If you can talk around majors, I I will tell you where I'm at in the manga. I am on. Uh, I'm on chapter forty four. And so... I probably won't spoil anything. What was the last stand battle you did? Uh, you know what? I'm going to look real quick because it's been a hot minute. Uh, I've been busy. I, I think like we just got to. Uh, I-, I think we just met uh, Foo Fighters. Really? That's whack. Uh, let let me. I know six is going super. No, I'm sorry. Um, like the it's forty five. It's the battle in the hallways. Okay, I'm not there yet. Um, no, uh, the they're closing the hall. Uh, yeah, it's the battle in the hallways. Uh, hold, I'm going to see if I can. I think I think she's fighting Poochie, and there's the guy with the fur hat who's like helping her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um. The, because we meet Foo Fighters in the anime in like episode eight. Yeah, uh, I know, I know they they really condense it. Yeah, it hasn't. I guess because I haven't read the manga, it doesn't feel super bad. You know, mm. I'm definitely going to yeah. check out the manga like later though to see the, some of the stuff I missed. Yeah, <clears throat> but I am enjoying the anime for sure. Uh, the basically the last thing that happens in the anime is um, we haven't gotten there yet, but I know some of the stuff that goes on for the we're four when you when you watch four more episodes. But <clears throat> the last thing that happens, I believe, is the fight is like the Savage Garden uh, stuff. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, the the last stand battle I read was Weather Report. Okay. Oh, so the um, weather report or uh, fucking heavy weather? Weather report. Okay, all right. Uh, the one who can remove gravitational that, force. That's Sea Moon. Sea Moon is the, is the evolution of Poochie Stan. And that's the one that can control gravity. All right, hold on. Wait. Weather Report is Poochie's brother. 
Jumping Jack Flash. Ah, Jumping Jack Flash. That's where Jolene goes into space. They're not in... Well, I mean, they are doing zero gravity, but they're still in the jail. Oh, yeah, but, like, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, Jumping Jack Flash, I know about that fight. But, yeah, that's not in the anime yet, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay, cool. But, basically, the end of... From what I can tell from, like, uh, clips and stuff people have been posting and, and whatnot is... Um, the end of this, like, sort of chunk of episodes is the the whole main gang is finally together. Yeah. Jolene, Ermes, uh, fucking the little the little kid, and Weather Reporter. Foo, Foo Fighters. And Foo Fighters, yeah. The gang is together, and I think we finally see Smoke on the Water. The the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his, his stand, uh. The the, it's it's like the turtle but like different. Yeah, it. I am. It's it's been a couple weeks. Okay. Since I last read, uh, so I'm having a hard time remembering all the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Um. It is really weird hearing, Poochie. Uh, his his new voice because I was so used to him in Eyes of Heaven. Hmm. Um. He was voiced by he was voiced he's been voiced by three different people. He was voiced by one guy in All Star Battle, voiced by a different guy in Eyes of Heaven, and now he's voiced by somebody else in the anime. Mm. And I was really used to his um Eyes of Heaven voice, which was Joji Nakata. Mm. And Joji Nakata is pretty prolific. Uh, he's he's a lot of characters. He's uh the Japanese voice of Wesker. Uh He's Kotomine from Fate. Um, I think he's also Soul. I think he's also the Japanese version of Soul Bad Guy. Huh. Yeah, he is. He's Soul Bad Guy. He's also uh, Kazuya, Kazuma Mishima from Tekken. Okay. Yeah, and but he's he voices Miles of Heaven. The guy who voices him in um, the anime is uh, Tomo Tomokazu Seki. Yeah, and he is. The man has been doing shit since the nineties, so he's pretty prolific. Yeah. He's uh he was Domon and G Gundam. Okay. I've never heard the Japanese Domon. Yeah, me so. neither. Uh I'm trying to think of any other characters that you would know him as. Uh he's oh he's a Miata in Ipo. Okay, yeah. And he's also a Gil in Fate. Uh and um what else was he? Give in? me his name again. Uh, Tomokazu Seki. Thank you. Uh, uh let's see. Oh, uh, yeah, Gilgamesh. Um, what else is in there? He's in a lot of stuff. He was Toji Suzuhara in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm. He was Master, Ozzy Soldier, and Communications Man, Auda, and Reporter B in Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Mm. He was Van in Vision of Escaflone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's also Panda in Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Nice. That, yeah. And, oh! Um... The most recent thing I heard him in, other than JoJo, because I'm still watching the Dragon Quest anime, he plays one of the villains in the Dragon Quest anime. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Hadler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's also been in a bunch of OVAs and stuff. So he's he's pretty prolific. He's he's just as prolific as as uh, Dio's voice actor Koyasu. Yeah. Um. And it is different. He does a different performance than uh, Nakata, but I do like his Pucci. Mm. It's definitely more like Nakata's Pucci is more like the is more threatening, but his Pucci is definitely more like charismatic. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, it's different. He's the Japanese voice for Joe in Beautiful Joe. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, you can keep going. I'm just going to interrupt every so often with interesting roles and stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, everybody else is pretty spot on. It's always fun hearing uh, what's his name. Um, I just had it actually. Fucking uh, Daisuke Ono. Uh, Jotaro. Mm. Yeah. It's always fun hearing Jotaro. Uh, yeah. Uh, and um, the lady who plays Jolene uh, is great. In fact, I think she got into voice acting to be in JoJo. Yeah. Uh, Miyuki Sawashiro. Yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. Nice. Um, and I get why people talk about Foo Fighters now. Foo Fighters is interesting. She's weird. <laughs> yeah. I... That one scene where they're like on the fucking uh... They're out to recess or whatever and that guy tries to drink her water and then she just like makes him puke it back out and it's like oh there's more in here than there was before and she's just like <laughs> gulps it up yeah what a fucking freak <laughs> I love her yeah oh uh, and it's just nice having a mostly female cast in Jojo it, it was a long time coming it was like, we didn't have a, like, a good aligned Lady Stan user until part five. Yeah. And the last, like, lady character who was on the side of the heroes who actually got to do something was Lisa Lisa. And that was part two. Yeah. He was the voice of Kenichi and Kenichi, the Mightiest Disciple, yeah. which... It's not a great series, but it has a very interesting premise. Yeah. I've I love the premise of it, but it it just abandoned the prem. It didn't abandon the premise, but it let itself become just titty and ass. Yeah. <clears throat> while maintaining the premise, and it was just not enjoyable anymore. I think Jolene's power is my second favorite main JoJo stand power. Easily. Huh. I, I'm not crazy about her power, but I like her. Yeah, I love so, her, and I like how she uses it. Yeah. It's like a... It's just a really versatile power. Yeah. I mean, my favorite is still um, uh, Soft and Wet, though. Mm-hmm. 
Stop Somewhat is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and I really love how Josuke uses Crazy Diamond. I'm just not as... The only reason that I don't like Crazy Diamond as much is because I'm not the biggest fan of its design. Hmm. Um, I much... Like, I like how Stone Free looks compared to Brilliant Diamond or Shining Diamond, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm. Um, and then I really like Gold Experience. It's how it looks. And then I'm not the biggest fan of Johnny's stand from Part 7. Tusk. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's called Tusk. Mm. It's it's a weird stand. Um, and then Soft and Wet is my favorite one of my first stands visually. Uh, it's a its power is so fucking whack. It like can make bubbles and then like steal things with those bubbles. Like when the bubble pops on something, can steal an aspect of the thing. Like the earliest example is he's about to fall against a wall, and if he but if he hits the wall, he's going to alert somebody outside because he makes a noise. Before he hits the wall, soft and wet uses the bubble to steal the sound from the wall. It's Interesting. A, it's a weird stand. Yeah. And it's also like superhumanly strong. It like most of the JoJo main protags have stands that can do an aura aura, but it but it was but Star Platinum was like ridiculously superhumanly strong. Yeah. Uh, well, that was that was the point. Of, that was all it could do. Yeah. That was the era, and that was the point. And yeah. like while Jolene and uh, well, Stone Free and Gold Experience are super strong. I don't think, and I don't know how strong Tusk is, but I know for a fact that uh, Soft and Wet is like superhuman, like is is close to Star Platinum because I've seen a, a a a manga panel where it takes like a shovel and like thrusts it down a guy's throat. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's fucking metal. Nice. Uh, I really, I really can't wait to check out part eight because it did finish yeah. not that long ago. Yeah. And then the new part is called Jojo Land, I believe. Yeah. We don't know anything about it yet, though. Because hmm. part eight was alternate part four, and I wonder if he's gonna do an alternate part of another series or if he's gonna try something new. Like, are we going to get alternate part 5 slash 6? You know? I don't... I, I have... If I ever get to them, I'll be able to have an opinion, but my gut reaction right now is I'd like to see a Return to the Prime timeline, just because I usually like a Return to the Prime timeline. Well... After time away. There's a reason we can't do that. Spoilers? Spoilers. Okay, well... I can't tell you why. Okay, then... It's big spoilers. Okay, then if if not Return to the Prime timeline, then... Yeah, just do alternate versions of 5 and 6. Yeah, I would love alternate reality Jolene and Dorno teaming up. Yeah. That'd be cool. And then you could do, like, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was when... Uh, it, Recent, it was a recent thing in Marvel Comics where the 616 and Ultimate merged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he could probably manage something like that. So he, I mean, he could write it in a way that it manages that. So it, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like the idea of timelines merging. Yeah. Uh, he's been flashpoint. I mean, you could just call it flash. Yeah, he's been playing a lot yeah. with the basically he introduced the concept of alternate realities at the end of part six and then played with it a mm. lot in part seven and then just kept doing it after that. Mm. Especially mm. with the villain of part seven uh, being funny Valentine yeah. whose stand can shift into alternate realities. Mm. So he, he was playing a lot with the concept of alternate realities uh, near mm. the end of part six and then the end of uh, and then part seven obviously part eight yeah because he what he what happened what i think he did was he was like i've kind of done i think he wrote himself in a corner with the original timeline because i think he wanted to do more weird supernatural shit but he's like uh i don't want that to conflict with any of the other supernatural shit i've made mm. like with the, the the jesus body parts giving you stand powers in part seven okay i see you know, or there was some other weird shit in part eight too. Like, mm. like I think he wanted to do explore more things that weren't stands that were supernatural, but mm. still have stand as the main power set. But he 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 felt that if he did that, I think he felt that if he did that, he it would be there'd be too much going on in the main timeline. Yeah. Like where was this the whole time? Like type syndrome. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It, yeah. That that's a good use for alternate timelines. Yeah. It, uh, the nice. You know what? I actually have a new. Make another new timeline. Yeah. Just keep like every few parts. Just start making new timelines. Make it super complex. Like it's already super complex, but just really ratchet it up even higher. Yeah, he got real deep in the paint on part eight because there's some. The alternate reality versions of some characters are barely even register as those original characters. Mm. Like alternate reality Yoshikage Kara is nothing like original Kara. Is he likable or is he? Um, he's he, the only thing him and Kara have in common are their stands. Interesting. That's it. They they have the same name and they have the same stand. That's it. Nothing else about them is the same. They look completely different. They dress completely differently. He's a lot younger than the Kira we know. He's not a murderer, etc. Like, there's nothing about him that's the same. I need to ask about my boy. Uh, about Okuyasu. Okuyasu? Um, the alternate Okuyasu uh, is another Nijimura. Um, what, what's her fucking name? Her? Interesting. Uh, what is her name? I need to look her up. Um, uh, Kei Nijimura. Yeah, Kei Nijimura. Okay. Uh, she is um, sort of like a fusion between um, Josuke's mom, Okuyasu, and Okuyasu's brother. Interesting. Um, and she's like uh, the... Uh, basically, she's the housekeeper slash babysitter of the Higashikata family. Oh, that's... Um, she deserves better than that. No, well, the thing is, is that like she's still super fucking rad. She's still super fucking rad. Okay, well, at least there's that. Um, I she she's really cool actually, and her stand is really cool too. 
Alright, well, at least it's that. Um, let me get a picture of her, actually. Uh... I think my two favorite stands are the hand. The, and I'm entirely... I'm entirely biased on that one. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's Kei Nijimura. Yeah, alright. Um, also like Sex Pistols. I just... They're, they're little gremlin dudes. Little I, like, I like that about them. But yeah, uh, her stand is pretty cool. It's called Born This Way. Ooh, that's good. It... I'm trying to remember exactly what it does. Unless you don't want spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. But yeah, it's it's pretty I, cool. I I do plan on getting to all this eventually. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's right on. Other than part six, I haven't really done a whole lot, so Yeah. I mean I I don't mind plot point spoilers. Mm. But because you know, you need something to pull you in I I need something to pull me into the story, so cool plot hook or something will get me interested mm. but um character specifics i kind of like to yeah be surprised by yeah i got you yeah like if you want to talk about plot shit about stone ocean go right ahead but uh i i don't want to mainly because Anybody who's listening to this is probably... That's true. Like, the anime yeah. is brand new, and there are a lot of yeah. anime-only people. All right. If by the time it's aired and it's been, like, three months since it Oh, yeah, aired, then we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I still haven't finished the manga. Just spoil it all for me. Except, you know, like... Yeah. Character-specific. The one thing I but wish yeah. I wasn't spoiled on about Part 6 was its ending. Oh. The ending Damn. is a lot. But, you know, nothing good or bad. It's just a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Uh, that's, that it? That's all. Yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. Uh, I got a job. Yeah. That's enough about that. <laughs> uh, the, 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 all I got to say about that is I've been too tired to really do anything. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like getting used to new job. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I haven't really been like watching anything other than the stuff we've been doing, or like like let's plays or whatever, or like listening to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been playing video games or anything. Mm-hmm. I did buy some video games during the uh, Steam sale. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So before that. Before I got my job, I was playing Neo because mm-hmm. I decided to finally go back to it. And Tonfas are cool. Yeah, uh, Tonfas are real cool. I-, I think we talked about that last week. We did. Um, yeah. Uh, well, between that and me getting the job, uh, my controller broke. Damn. Yeah. Uh, the trigger don't work. Well. Uh, and control PS4 controllers are expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, well, this is now a YouTube box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I decided Neo's like $13 Yeah, on Steam. 
So I, I picked that up. I also picked up Kakarot. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to playing Kakarot. Uh, that that looks good. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it sounds interesting. I should say, not good, but yeah, that that that's my week. Uh, right. So let's get into Master of the Universe Revelations. Ooh. I watched it all last night. I I watched all of it in one sitting as well. So yeah, I really wish they uh, hadn't spoiled Unchained He Man. Yeah, like that was such a fucking. It was still really cool when it happened, but I, it would have been so much cooler if I didn't know it was coming. I didn't. When did they spoil? It was in the trailer for part two. I didn't watch the trailer. (laughs) Well, good. You got to experience it like raw. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That don't watch trailers, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Unless it's something you don't want, unless it's something you don't care about being spoiled on, don't fucking watch trailers. Fucking, it sucks, man. I hate it. Teasers? Teasers are okay because that's just like we don't have anything yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, don't fuck with trailers. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with trailers, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of that, I uh, actually there's some news I want to bring up before we get into this. Oh. Uh. Hmm. Across the Spider Verse that got announced. Oh, I'm so excited. That looks real good. So good. Uh, that's my favorite type of teaser slash trailer where it's just like the opening scene or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like you're not really getting. Yeah, that that that's a good way to do it, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, the other thing was, um, I need to check the Twitter. Uh, Craig of the Creek season three, I mean season four, oh. is preparing January seventeenth. Nice. Uh, that's something I'm excited about. <laughs> and I do believe that I do believe that is it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, and Canto came out that new. I don't. I don't remember if it's Disney or Pixar. I it, think it's Disney. It's, yeah, Disney and it's Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Haven't gotten the chance to watch it yet. Me neither. Uh, looks like it'll be fun. Uh, Hit Monkeys out. That's another I'm, one. I'm definitely gonna watch Hit Monkey. I'm excited to watch it as well. I have not gotten to it. Ooh, the Bills are playing the Bucks. Uh, that's completely unrelated. Um, Sports. Yeah. Well, it's that time of year. Yeah, it's the team I like. And the team that lives in my town, you know what, are playing each That's other. Fair. So you know right. yeah, um, um, the trailer that there was a bunch of stuff that dropped, like video games and a bunch of shit. The one that I was obviously oh yeah the yeah. the game awards. Yeah, happened. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't, the only two that I really gave a shit about were well, actually three. I mean, I loved seeing the more stuff for Elden Ring, obviously. Yeah, and then um, the uh, fucking. 40k space marine 2 yes i never finished the first one mm-hmm. uh i i, I want to go back and do that i'm really uh, i'm really excited for it because 40 uh space marine number one was you fought orcs and daemon Th- yeah. this one finally we get some tyranids, tyranids. i love tyranids yeah, yeah that, those look real cool um but yeah but the one i was most excited for was uh fucking Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Uh wait, movie or that 
that game. Well, that too, fucking, because Ian Ian Flynn is writing it. Okay. The guy who wrote the comics. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy who basically wrote a lot of the IDW stuff. Ooh, okay. IDW slash Archie. Uh, Ian Flynn is writing the new, yeah. the new game. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I know. I Hopefully, know. it's not broken. Hopefully, it's not broken. Like, if it's playable, and it has a good story written by him, I'm gonna be real excited. <laughs> oh yeah. God damn. That. Mm, it's gonna be broken though. I. I just uh, have to no, prepare myself for that. No. I, I have. We have to be realistic. Think of every Sonic release that has I come know. out. But I'm still really excited. I am. Like, except for Mania and Generations. Yeah. If it can be a Mania or Generations situation. It'll be great. Yeah. Mm. It's not. It's 3D Sonic. It's lanky Sonic. I'm I'm sorry. I want it so bad to be good. But this is me just preparing myself for I reserve the judgment, but I'm also excited for the live action movie. Oh, yeah. Move. Nook, nook, it's Knuckles. Fucking Idris Elba as Knuckles. God damn. Oh, so excited. We also got so to see much. Tails as well. Yeah, Tails. Yeah, Tails. Tails is cool. I like Tails. Uh, my favorite thing that's come out of this is all the um, uh, photoshops of movie Tails with the uh, Tails gets trolled face. face. Yeah. Um, what my dream is because this movie franchise seems to be being successful is movie three is Shadow. Please. I want yeah, that. Yeah, that would be good. I want that so bad. Okay. Yes. I there, There's characters I would have picked before Shadow. But, yeah. Like. I have a feeling that'll be. That'll be the, the, te- the, the, the stinger. Yeah, uh, Robot. Or it's Metal Sonic. One of the two. Mm. Yeah, like maybe chaos or yeah or yeah or chaos i mean it's Ch- shadow and chaos are both in the same game so i don't know that's true we, we yeah. might do an adventure situation or we'll do a sonic cd situation yeah i i i would have pulled for you know like amy and rogue and we we could still chaotic we could still have amy in the shadow movie that's true. I, I, yeah. There's just other characters. Also, just because I have a preference for the Arch comic, Sally Acorn. I, well, she's. I, I would love we, to see movies. Sega so. doesn't own her, so. That's. Uh, that's why. God, that's why I she hate the Sonic situation. That's why they. That's why she can't be in the IDW comics. Yeah. None of the Archie characters can. Oh, I. Hate, God damn it! Sa- fucking Sally uh, and a bunny. Uh, who does own Archie? No, I mean like, okay, is it Archie or is it fucking Ken Pender's situation? Well, that's the thing, right? Is this, this whole legal bullshit with them? Uh, it's like Ken Pender's is being like constantly being an asshole about the whole thing, and they're like, we don't even. And Archie is basically like, we don't even. Sega is we don't even want to bother, and Archie's like we don't even want to bother. Uh, Right, which is why they do an entire episode. That's why they do the Genesis Wave shit with Archie comics. Yeah, and then Archie had to, then the IDW happened, and you know the IDW comics are good, but they just can't have any Archie characters. 
but we have new characters which are also good. Yeah. Uh, Tangle and Whisper. Yeah. They're great. We could do an entire episode that's just about Archie Comics because that company, I, I don't mean like the comics, I mean the company. The company is fascinating. It is. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, yeah, that Sonic trailer looked good. Uh, mm. I love everyone. In, I, I love the first one. I don't know if you've seen it. Yet. I haven't, but uh, I'm I kind of want to now because of the trailer of the second. I'll watch it with you because I own it. Sick. Um, I'd love that. Uh, well, I own I, I own it. On I'm, Amazon, I'm gonna so. get. If we do that, I'm gonna call KP. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. KP is also a big Sonic head. Yeah. I okay. Um. I'm a Sonic poser. Mm. Uh, I don't know a lot about Sonic lore. Uh, I've watched people play Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. Mm-hmm. But most of my... I've never played a single Sonic game for more than like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my Sonic knowledge comes from the Archie comics and the Saturday morning. That's, the, that's the, a the, completely valid kind of Sonic fan to be. Yeah. Uh, the, the Chili Dog one, not the... The one with Sally. Yeah, but no, Sally, that's a complete. But... Like, there are a lot of people whose entire experience with Sonic is through the media that's not the video games. Yeah, I think it, I'm probably better for it. No, I, I really, I own a bunch of Sonic games. Some of them, I just are worth their are worth your time. Yeah, I just I, I bought a bundle yeah. that had a bunch of them. I just never get around to playing. Them. Honestly, uh, my recommendation. If you're gonna play like one or two Sonic games, play Generations and play uh, fucking Mania. That's it. Those are two of the ones I have, and they're two of the ones I want. Those are the I got, those are the uh, ones to play. I think if you're gonna pick like one or two. Actually, you know what my favorite Sonic game is? Mm. Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing Transform. I mean, that's a fun game. That is a damn good kart racer. I like it more than Mario Kart, mm-hmm. genuinely. Uh, but. Yeah. Sonic. Anyway, Sonic, sorry. Sonic side tangent aside, masters of the universe. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's all the news I want to talk about. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, boy, does everyone get something? Everyone gets something. I am sad that Fisto and Clamp Master die. I'd love to fist him. <laughs> um. Oh. God, Fisto's. Fisto's just a one-track joke. They knew it too. But he's, yeah, he he's a good design though. I'm glad we got to see Ram Man at the end. Oh, Ram Man kicks ass. Yeah, like I was like, where the fuck is Ram Man? Even as a like casual He-Man fan, I was like, where the fuck is Ram Man? Yeah, like or um, uh, oh god, what's his name? Uh. The guy, the the guy who can change his faces. Oh, Manny yeah, faces. Yeah, Manny face. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate. I hate him. <laughs> What's the guy's name who can like do that thing? Oh, it's that guy, and it's just like his name is just like the thing he does. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you mean Beast Man? You mean Triclops? Uh, Manny faces. Oh, you mean uh oh oh Stinko. Stinkor, Stinkor, Lockjaw, Lockjaw, Trapjaw. Trap, it's Trapjaw, yeah, trap, not Lockjaw. Like Trapjaw or fucking uh, Evil Lin, Man at Arms. Okay, Man at Arms. That's a good. It is. Name, though. By the way, that does that. 
I had a realization about something with Man at Arms. What's is that? it if you wanted to be Man at Arms, uh, in a, and you could be Man at Arms in D and D, you just play a fucking ba- oh, Battlesmith yeah. artificer. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that actually. Fuck yeah. Uh, what else? Um, but yeah, everybody gets something. Yeah, the only characters who have normal names are Prince Adam and Tila. Yeah. Those are just names. They're just names. And Orko's Orko. name is... Orko, too. And Cringer. Or, wait, well, because he's a scaredy cat. Yeah. Uh, Randor. Randor. Malin. Malin? Malin? The queen. You know what I didn't know? I didn't know that fucking Adam's mom was from Earth. I didn't know that. What? I didn't know that. Well, yeah, she says it in the sh- in, in the thing. She's like, I th- like I, I missed them when they when Adam and her were talking on the the balcony, talking about her and Randor's marriage. She says, and I quote, "I considered going back to Earth." Oh my God, the movie's canon. No, don't say this. The movie's canon. No. Oh, oh my God, Dolph Lundgren is canon. No. The live action movie. Oh, the live action movie is canon. Prince Adam, Prince Adam in a fucking pink fucking Corvette is canon. No, I love it. Oh, vindication. I think that might have been a thing they established in the original show or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably, probably. But but whatever, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, everybody. The one that. Here's the thing. I I was actually kind of like a, when this new second half started, I was like, alright, it's I was sort of feeling a little bummed. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's Skeletor. He's back. Whoop-dee-doo. And now he's, you know, and then and then we make the swerve. Yeah. Oh, the swerve. I, I don't think... There's a single, there's one character in this season that I feel is underserved. Mm-hmm. And it's Beastman. I don't think Beastman deserves the end he got. He didn't, but, you know, he chose his lot. But it's also nebulous. He disappeared into mist. Yeah. That, he could, he could come back. He could. Uh, he could come back. But Evil Lynn got good, Lynn got good stuff. Tila got real, Tila fixed they fixed everything that was wrong with Tilo's fate mm-hmm. I love it uh, Adam got some good shit oh, I love everyone I love that shit where they actually explored the idea of Randor um, basically treating his son terribly and calling him a worthless coward all the time yeah and it's like man that's good Good yeah. shit. Yeah. Also, can we talk about fucking Godlin? I want that toy. <laughs> that I feel like that's that's coming. I because ma'am. Yeah, that's a I great know. design. 
it it's a damn every design of this show is a good design but yeah i know oh man but you were talking about the sakuga though that fight with lynn and her and and oh. fucking tila up in the sky i'm like this is some dragon ball z shit man yeah that that one the one that i was thinking of is just he-man in the field of battle outside the castle yeah and just like oh, rushing they, forward they, and just oh it, it did the thing i love where he's rushing towards the it's like the visual Doppler effect. Yeah. You know? That's my favorite thing that they do in animation. Yeah. Or when, like, Skeletor did, like, a fucking devil spirit bomb. Yeah. And then it just became. I My favorite. My favorite in that thing is Kevin Smith is looking right at the camera when this was said. And it's Skeletor being like, this is it. He-Man and Skeletor locked in combat forever. he man like, this isn't about us! And <laughs> <laughs> just smacks him off into the sunset. Yeah. But my favorite thing uh. about Skeletor in this is, like, I, I'm, like, he got to be threatening for a little bit, but I'm glad that they didn't forget that Skeletor is kind of pathetic. Yeah. Oh, he's just a petty, a petty, petty, shitty man. I love that. My favorite was when he just showed up at the doorstep, and when oh, fucking like, all right, we're gonna go see Evil and It's like, so like, we can't fight her, not without that power. We're not going to fight her. What? We're just going to like tell her to stop? Oh my god, we are. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so <sighs> like. And Lin was like, wait, he came here to, like, talk me down? And he's and I was like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mark Hamill mm. gets it. Yeah. I, I, I... Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they got someone else other than Mark Hamill. He did such a good job, though. He did such a good job, but the entire time I just heard the Joker. I mean, that's not Mark Hamill's fault. You know? I I don't know. He's doing his Joker voice. I heard the Skeleton King. Because, you know. <laughs> but that's because you never watched that show. Yeah, I, I have no idea what the fuck uh, he's He's about. the villain in Super Robot Monkey Team. Oh, okay. I heard the Skeleton King. Okay. The fact that you heard another character, though. I mean, okay. But that's true for a lot of voice actors. Yes, it is. But I, I don't know. I, I, I don't it's know. It's like I hear Yuri Lowenthal and all I hear is Sasuke. Fair enough. Like, I love Yuri Lowenthal, but like some characters you just can't get away from. Yeah. Or Sean Shemmel. All I hear is Goku. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Christopher, like, but the, there's like there's Mark Hamill roles where I don't hear the Joker. What, like Fire Lord Ozai? I don't hear the Joker. I don't hear Luke. It, well, the problem is, is that like you we want him to do a different voice, but he's he has a character who's a bad guy, but also has to be comedic, which is the Joker. Yeah, this the Joker. So like yeah. he like there's no there's only so much you can do to make the voice different. Yeah, you know. I I loved where he was just like what what are we what are we laughing about? Just every little like thing where Skeletor just got to be silly was fantastic. 
the horny scene I could have done without. Oh, I can't believe Skeletor and Lynn fucked. I could have gone my entire life without knowing that. I mean, you know, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I mean, it makes sense. It does make sense. And I, you know, I just mm -hmm. could have done without confirmation. You mean like that scene in Batman they made series where Harley says, don't you want to rev up your Harley? Yeah. Well, no, that that's obvious. Mm hmm. I mean, it was. I don't it, listen. Yeah, it, I don't know. It. Yeah. <clears throat> I think mainly because this is far more. That this scene was far more. It wasn't particularly graphic. It was still Netflix appropriate, mm -hmm. but it was far more graphic than the "Don't you want to rev up your Harleys?" Oh yeah, I think. Uh interesting to know that like, Skeletor is not a titty man. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's really funny. I just think it's funny, truly. It it is. And also the the scene served a narrative purpose. It it really did, yeah. Uh I can't imagine like okay. Skeletons are fun. I think skulls are cool. I can't imagine kissing the just the the, the, the bare teeth of a skull is particularly open mouth kissing the bare teeth of a skull is particularly pleasurable people there are some people who are into that oh i know there's bone fuckers out there i don't doubt it i don't get I mean, it i i did talk about how much i would totally fuck jack skellington when we talked about Fair so enough. you know you're a monster yeah i, I, I expect I, I, that from I, I, you I, though yeah uh, but yeah, it's real fucking good. It's, it's uh, real fucking good, and you know what is? We got the teaser at the end of this season, but you know what? I'm I would be happy if we didn't get more. I want more, but you know what? I'm satisfied with this. You know what I mean? It is a complete story right now. Exactly. We. It's um, cool that we have the possibility of more, but I don't need it. You know, if they hadn't had the teaser there, the stinger. Mm -hmm. I would have said the same thing. But that was Hordak. It was Hordak's symbol, the, symbol the, the symbol of the Horde. And I love Hordak. And not only does that mean Hordak, she Shira. And the only complaint I have is it won't it's not gonna be Noel Stevens. It's not gonna be Noel Stevens in Shira. Wait, yeah. okay. Can um, we okay. Can we live in a universe? Let me let me let me live in a in a a semi-perfect universe. Semi-perfect universe. It's the She-Ra that we know from the original cartoon. But she is written by Noel Stevenson. That... That... Mm, closest thing you're going to get is the Kevin Smith and his writing partner's treatment of Tila applied to She-Ra. Yeah. Which that I that mean, that'd be, that is what they, we're going to get, if, and it's good. Or if they get Noel Stevenson involved, I would be fine. I they're not. They're not going to. But like I said, a semi-perfect world. Semi-perfect, semi-perfect world. It would have just been Noel Stevenson doing this show in the first place. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Kevin Smith gets it. Kevin Smith absolutely gets it. 
I still would have preferred to see Noel Stevenson's take on He-Man. You know what I'm surprised? I, I, I traded in a heartbeat. You know what I'm surprised you haven't said? What? Fucking Orko! Orko! I was getting there. I was okay, getting there. Okay, all right, all right, Orko fucking rules. He has all the vindication he deserves, and I love my perfect little boy. I was so, like, when the ribbons started showing up, I'm like, oh yeah, here's Tila, and then it's fucking Orko. Orko. Orko the Magnificent. Orko the fucking Magnificent. <sighs> I, I I lost right. my goddamn mind because I was like, oh yeah, we're building up to the Tila thing. She's going to show up in a dramatic moment and we're cutting away to her getting her powers and then we're going to cut back and Tila's going to be there. And I'm like, no, it's fucking Orko. Orko. I love Orko. I'm so happy. I want an action figure of this, like of uh, Oracle Orko, Orko Blast Mode, or whatever you want to call it. It's it's basically. I, I I, I'm it. gonna call it Oracle Orko. Yeah, that that works. I thought what they were gonna do is uh, rather than Tila becoming the sorceress, it'd be Orko, because mm-hmm. Orko like suddenly he's an expert sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he's got, like, a good moral compass. Yeah. And then Tila could keep being the adventurer and not make the, like, the mistakes of her parents. But I like the direction they went instead. I will... I have one complaint. It's very minor. Okay. I don't like pushing the Adam-Tila hetero narrative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it... Yeah, that part... I liked it when they were is... just really, really close friends. Yeah, but you know what? Well, I mean, it's not like it, it. It's not like it ended in a kiss. It didn't, but like, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, you know. But that is my when that's your own, and it's it's done fine. Is the thing? It's not bad. It's just like I just could have done without it. I I think the only reason you're saying it's done fine is that it's barely done at it all. It is. It it's like not pushed at all. It it's, it's not like thrown in my face. What what's the like the most we see? They t- hold hands. Yeah. Friends can hold hands. No, but like the yeah, fair. But all uh, it, it it's uh, heavily obviously it it is written with it with the intent of it being romantic because that's what the core fan base of He Man Masters of the Universe would want. Yep, they're stupid, but yeah. Listen, all I'm thankful for is that. Kevin Smith gets it on several levels. Oh, he, he gets. Does. I like that he. One of the things that God he understood about about He Man was that ninety percent of the lady characters in He Man should be fucking shredded. Yeah, and they are, and I'm yeah. very happy for it. Yeah. Even fucking Lynn is shredded, and I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially when she becomes God Lynn. Godlin seems... Yeah. Uh, I had a point I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. Um, the thing I find interesting about Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. and it, it's something I realized in the span of this conversation, mm. in his, like, 20s, yeah. he basically made entertainment for young men, for men like him. Yes. And... He's obviously still doing that, mm-hmm. 
But I, what I find interesting is his closeness with his daughter. And you could tell he's trying to make this show for girls like his daughter. Yeah, he wants a show that his daughter can enjoy. Yes. But I think what he's done better than that is make, still make, may he still made a show for guys like him mm-hmm. who want a show that their daughters can enjoy. He found a really good middle ground. Yeah. Um, and that's not a complaint. It's not. In fact, it's impressive. Uh, it, yeah. I, I just find it interesting that he's still... Actually, now that I th- it's not that interesting that he's still making shows that he... For him, basically. For people like him. Yeah. It's just interesting in what constitutes the demographic of people like yeah, him. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's changed as a person. He not he not yeah. only he wants to he wants to make a show that he and his daughter can watch together, and that they yeah. can both enjoy. I think that's what was up with Jersey Girl. Now that I think about it, mm. he, his daughter was probably born around the time Jersey Girl came out. I never saw Jersey Girl. It's not that yeah. great. It it's like I like it personally. I think it's very funny. Um, but I have not seen it since I was in high mm-hmm. school. So, uh, maybe middle school even. But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, ba- without going, my favorite, the only part I really remember from it is he's a single dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a scene where. Uh, the the daughter there's a plot point where the daughter is supposed to prepare like a, a play to do at school like a scene from or a monologue, and she picks uh, Sweeney Todd, mm. and he's just like yeah sure whatever, and he doesn't realize until the performance oh this is so inappropriate mm. for elementary school, mm-hmm. oh and it's hilarious and it's such a good scene it. I, it, it it that is the most Kevin Smith thing about the movie. The it, it's an incredibly Hollywood movie. Yeah, he's made several like not great movies, but like yeah, at least most of his movies are at least interesting. Yeah, I think the best things he does, other than the Sea Man show, and you know even maybe including the Sea Man show, uh, he's like. Basic, like he he did these. He's interviewed Stanley a bunch, yeah. and I think his interviews of Stanley are really interesting, even though it's kind of treading the same ground yeah. most of the time. But also, like an evening with Kevin I've, Smith. Everybody is really interesting. Everybody I'm, has told me I should watch that. It's really good. It it's he's a really interesting person to listen to. I like. I genuinely like Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. I like his movies. I like him as a person. It, I I find his business partner at his comic show at his comic shop questionable, but I think yeah. my I even like Jason I, Mewes. I, I, uh, he's anyway. a nice guy, but my I think my two favorite things that he's done in terms of movies, like this is probably my favorite thing he's done. Period. But in terms of movies, yeah. it's probably like either Dogma or like mm. Mallrats. Yeah, I I, I... it's Mallrats and Clerks yeah. for me. Reversed order, clerks and mall rats. Mm-hmm. Those are just—they're movies I always feel like I can revisit, and I—I I usually end up realizing most of my affection for clerks is for the animated series. 
but Clerks the movie. God, I fucking so love Dogma. <laughs> Dogma's, Dogma's really so funny. fucking funny. Yeah. Uh Jay Silent and Bob Strike Back isn't great. It's like the but... quintessential Jay and Silent Bob thing though. I mean, it's the only standalone Jay and Silent Bob. Wait, isn't it? What about Jay and Silent Bob the reboot? Before okay. that. Got it. Because that's a sequel to right. that. Right, 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 right. Uh, up until that point, they only were like side characters in Ball Rats. Yeah, they, they're just like a characters that appeared in other things. And they also were like characters in Dogma, too. Yeah, and Chasing yeah. Amy. Uh, the other, and then, and then they finally the got their own movie. One. Yeah, and then got their own movie, and it was pretty, pretty all right. It was, yeah, I think that's the best. You can, it was pretty all right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's Masters mm. of the Universe. That's Kevin yep. Smith. Uh, we'll probably talk more about Kevin Smith next year. Oh yeah, because we uh, want to talk about Clark's series, right? I want to do Clerks the Animated Series on my birth for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that'll be in a couple months. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna talk about Infinity Train. We'll see you then. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Hacker Podcast Incorporated. Let's get into Infinity Train. Uh, created by Owen Dennis and uh, Madeline Corporal. Uh, written by Alex Ho- uh, Owen Dennis, Madeline Corporal, uh, Alex Horab, uh, Lindsay Katai, Justin Michael, and Cole Sanchez, uh, starring the voices of Ashley Johnson as Tulip Olson, mm-hmm. Owen Dennis as Sad One, Jeremy Crutchley as Glad One, uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste as Grace, uh, Kyle McCarley as Simon. Uh, Ernie Hudson of Atticus. Yeah, I'm Ernie Hudson is Atticus. Uh, Kate Mulgrew is the cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main cast right there. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is one of those shows. Uh, by the way, we're talking about book one specifically. Book one, yes. Sorry, specifically book one. Uh, all of the Infinity Train uh, books slash seasons have a title. Uh, book one is the perennial child. Yes. Uh, this was my first time watching it. I know you'd seen it before. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I had a feeling I'd like it, but I didn't know I would like it as much as I uh, did. I watched this in like one sitting. Two yeah, it's a, it's a it's definitely one of those shows that like you. Because there's only 10 episodes per season. So you can sit there. It's like watching a movie. Yeah. And because they're like 11 minutes, it's really more like five episodes. Exactly. And it. Yeah. It's a self contained, well written story. And from yeah. what I know, I know that basically every season is of this quality, if not better. Excellent. That is exciting to yes. hear. But season one, um, every season focuses on a different trio of characters. Yes. So season one is Tulip, Atticus, and One One. Yeah. And God, 
I forgot how much I love one one. One one's a good good boy. I, I love my my favorite thing that ever happens with one one is it's near the end when they're inside of um what's her name the Grace's memory. Yeah, and uh, Tula keeps asking like, "How do you do that?" And the delivery is going, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah, Just, I the way that uh, fucking um, Jeremy Crutchley delivers that is really great. I love Jeremy Crutchley. Oh, like e- everything I see him in is good. Real good. I I've only seen him in a few things. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, he was in, uh, I think it was in the Scorpion King. He's the narrator in We Bear Bears. Right, yeah. He's also uh, in, um, I think he's in American Gods. Yeah, he is. He's, uh, what, what's the Maximilian. Maximilian, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's not who I thought he was, actually. I'm sorry. Mm. Uh... I got confused with someone else, so mm-hmm. never mind. Uh, but I do kind of want to see some. Oh, he's in Lord's Lord of War. Okay, um, I know that one. Okay, got it. Uh, that that's the uh, Nicholas Cage is a is a uh, arms dealer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, go on. But yeah, one one. The the delivery has on some of his lines. Uh, both him and uh Owen Dennis, the sad one. The 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 two of them together is such a great fucking. When they're like, "Well, you starve to death," he's like, "Hold on, I'll split the rations," and he just like plop. <laughs> I warn you, I'm gamey. <laughs> really fucking funny. Yeah. Are you my mom? No. Oh. Just, oh. So fucking good. He's a uh, sad one. Is voiced by one of the writers. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. Friggin' uh, uh, Owen Dennis. Yeah, Owen. Oh, that's the creator. I'm stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ern- uh, Ernie Hudson is great as Atticus. Yeah, I mean Ernie Hudson's good. And yeah. Everything. And everything. Yeah. I I love when they get when he they do the thing of like, oh right, he's a dog. You want to go outside? Yeah. Do you want to go out? <laughs> want to go out? Yes. Do you, do you want to go out? Yeah. Do you, Go out, go out. Yeah. Um. Mm. But Infinity Train basically just sets up a whole like a scenario that where it's personal stories, but they're in a setting that literally has infinite possibilities because of its setting. Yeah. Which is great. It 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 lends itself so well to. 
basically telling any kind of story at once. Yeah, uh, I, I think because each, each book, it's like anthology style, kind yeah. of. Like the series overall, not each individual yeah, Each one focuses on oh. a different group. And some of them take place not even in chronological order compared to each other. Mm. Like, I know that book three is before book one. Mm. Same with book four. Okay. Uh, but my point yeah. of... Uh, because it's more anthology-like, I, I feel like overall the series is more world-building. Yes. Uh, and I, I appreciate a good world-building series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but each like contained story is also really well put together. Yeah. Or at least for the first season. It, it lends itself to having... It basically sets up a premise that allows it to have just self-contained stories, but also larger overarching stories within that plot structure. Yes. It, it's like every car is an episode. It gets to set that up really easily. And in yeah. fact, I love the joke that like there are so there's a bunch of cars and episodes you just don't see and it's just implied. Yeah, they they just sort of yeah, I, I do like that. Like when they leave the one was like we'll never forget you and there's just like a bunch of dinosaurs playing baseball. <laughs> I want to see that I wanna, one. So I want to see that one too. I I also like the one that it's just Italy. Yeah, it's just Italy. I thought we like the Italy car. I thought we called it the Mediterranean car. <laughs> or like whatever, right? Yeah. Um but there are despite being like serialized even throughout the season there are some reoccurring characters. Like yes. the cat. Um the cat and one one. Yeah. Because, you know, they kind of have to be recurring. They're important. The cat is important. I I yeah. I think you find out more about the cat later and i'm curious about the cat okay i'm interested in the train documentary yeah it's literally just one one telling you about individual trains okay they're a bunch of shorts okay so we'll maybe tack that on to like season i believe that that one introduces a character from season two before you meet him in season two all right then we'll do We'll do the train documentaries and season two yes. together, but we'll start with the train documentaries. Okay. I think my favorite self-contained episode is the Chrome Car. Yeah, that just because it, the mirrors, the mirrors, it, yeah. it sets up like a thing that is super interesting and could, and could and does, uh, lend itself to a whole other season of storytelling. Because, yeah, because MT shows up. Yeah, because MT is like the, I think she's like the main character of, of book two. Oh, I, okay. It, I thought it, it was like some. It, new... No, it's her, and it's like the tri- it's like the new trio is her, him, and uh, oh. a deer. <laughs> a deer. Okay. <laughs> a deer named uh, I think oh, what's his fucking name? He has a really weird name. It's uh oh, Alan Dracula. <laughs> Okay. 
Alan Alan Dracula the deer. I don't know what his deal is. All I know is that like again, every season is a trio, and that's the trio for season two. But clearly, he's son of the dragon. Son of the dragon. Uh, the uh, and I know for a fact that some of it is again chronologically before certain like season two is obviously after, but season three and four are before season one. Chronologically. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know where in the timeline, but I know that they're before. Okay. Uh, and I think the creators talked about they want to do they had plans for like eight books. Okay. But there's no news on a fifth book yet. Uh, I'm hoping the HBO Max means it's just a ways out. Yeah, who knows? We just have to wait and see. But yeah. because they're so self-contained, it's like... Because there's, there's a lot of stuff that we've been waiting on on HBO Max mm-hmm. that just because the, the pandemic, it's all been slowed down a great deal. Yeah. Uh, like, the next season of Harley Quinn is going to be on there. And I can't know that that... That's the only one I can actually think of right now because I was also thinking Venture Bros, but no, that's Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think my favorite was the ball pit car. No, ball pit car was fun because it has Ron Funches in it. I like Ron Funches. Uh, I think the unfinished car. Yeah, with the that... turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I just like round punches though, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the main thing, and I said this is like, Infinity Train is at its heart. Well, it ha- it's it's a it's basically like a YA novel kind of in terms of its like mood. Yes, it it definitely has that young adult novel feel. Yeah, it it feels very young adult novelly, and that's not a, you know, some people might consider that derogatory. It's a compliment. I I think it's a good young adult yeah, it, novel because yeah. there are some bad young adult yeah. novels. There's such there. a thing as a good adult young adult novel and a bad adult young adult novel, just like all yeah. forms of fiction or subgenres or whatever. Yeah, it it, it uh, falls under like this is what a good YA novel should feel like. Essentially, they're all the same. It, it's all coming of age stories, and that this is very much a like a, a journey of self discovery. It is, and it's like it's, um, and I like that it's less about coming of age and more about accepting life as it changes. Yes, which. I don't know what other, the other part, personal types of stories the other season deal with, but like I'm glad that this sets up that we can talk about some really heavy stuff in this show. Yeah. I, I was talking with my manager about this show, actually, a little mm-hmm. bit, and um, they was talking about uh, how you know the, the, the pilot came out so long before book one came yeah. out. Uh, and they were surprised when book one got announced because it's like, who is this for now? And it it's very clearly aiming at a slightly older demographic. Yeah, it's 
than YA. what you usually see for yeah exactly uh from from cartoon network generally because like their shows touch on you know important topics often mm-hmm. uh but i i feel like the shows that do are the ones that are doomed mm-hmm. Because that's clearly not what they want to be in the business yeah. of. Uh, that's why a lot of HBO, which is why HBO Max has been scooping up so many of them. Yeah. Like Adventure Time. And, and uh, if it, yeah, Adventure Time. Uh, I'm kind of glad Steven Universe is done. Hmm. I like Steve, I still like Steven Universe. That was um, eventually happened. Yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with where it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely hit the, the fuckery that went around with that mm-hmm. and the network. And I just feel like Infinity Train kind of falls in the, the same category where it's just like, if you try to do something more, they're going to fuck with you. Yeah. And. Thankfully, they can't fuck with Infinity Turn all that much, mainly because it's so short. They got to air all of it in one night. That's true. They aired book one in one night and book two in another night when the event came out. And then it was picked up by HBO Max after that. Yeah. HBO Max is doing a good job. Um, That's a service I want to subscribe to. Ooh, Alfred Molina's in this show eventually. Oh, really? As the chandelier. He's probably like a side character in one of the later seasons. Yeah. But this show, we talked about it in a moment, but this show is about Tulip. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's about Tulip. It's about her insecurities. It's about her accepting the changes in her life despite not wanting to. Yeah, it's also about dealing with, you know, loss, divorce. Yeah, well, divorce. Loss. Well, yeah, but that's more like it's for grace. It's loss. Yeah. I. Or it. Mm-hmm. Not only that, it's not just loss, but it's also about. Mm, we we are, you already said this. Uh, accepting life for what it really is, not not letting nostalgia build up not not letting the rose tinted glasses build up what was actually shit yeah the the, the like that sad sad sea world the scene the past car episode where she got to see her videotape yeah. and realized that this isn't how it happened like yeah. she had construct like her the when their the parents divorced she had like constructed this image in her mind that, like their marriage, like they had ruined their own marriage and everything was fine. But really, yeah. it had always been not great. She just couldn't no. realize it at the time. She was yeah. too young. Because she's like 12 in this show. Yeah, she's a 7th grader, yeah, right? She's, uh, she's 13 yeah. at the end of the show, but she's 12 at the start of the show. Because the mm. end of the show is seven months later. Okay. So yeah, she's like, yeah. I just looked at the one she's twelve. Okay. Middle school. Yeah, and so and her parents haven't been split up that long. 
So, yeah, yeah it's, it's understandable that a lot of her memories are colored by this childlike innocence. Mm. Um, I did really like when they got to the end of Grace's tape and she was like, why did you, sh- why did you show me that anyway? Now I just feel bad for her. It was easier when I thought she was a robot. You know? Yeah. And I liked that a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that's... It mirrors my experience with a lot of shows I watch, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't want to sympathize with this villain. Don't, don't make me sympathize with the villain. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. How dare you? Yeah, I mean, I, I mainly liked it because I think one of the themes, this is sort of touched upon in the Chrome car too, one of the other themes is Mirror Tulip mentions this to her, straight to her face, like, you mean like ignoring your calls from your friends or pretending you can't hear mom because you're too busy programming your game? That yeah. Tulip not only has a problem, like, she runs away from her problems, but also, like, doesn't realize she's hurting other people or, and has a problem empathizing Yeah, with other people's problems because she's so absorbed in her own problem. Yeah. Which is kind of what I think the thing with Grace is supposed to be about. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Grace is, uh... She's Dr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze, yeah. Yeah. I also really liked it that, like, Tulip's whole problem is, it's a heavy problem and it's bad, but, like, at the end of the day, it's a problem that, like, she as a child can deal with. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But Grace's problem is a much... It's a much heavier problem. It's like a, a, I don't want to say an adult problem, but like, I mean, it is. It's the death of yeah, a woman. yeah. It is an adult problem, and it's her, like her trying to. It's like we're dealing with different problems, but we can both, you know, we both need yeah. to stop running away from those problems or trying to make things different than what they were. Yeah. It you can't bring back the past is their shared problem. They want to bring back the past and they can't. They want to make things like they were. But they never were in the exactly. first place. Well, I don't know about Grace. But, Grace had a pretty good thing going with her it's husband. It's more like things, things but change it, and sometimes you can't fix it. Gotta learn to roll with the punches. Exactly. Basically. It, it's some... Yeah. People change, times and, change, etc. Yeah, I, I just want to circle back and clarify something. Mm-hmm. Death of a lover isn't necessarily an adult problem, but it's definitely not a middle schooler problem. It's not. It, it's sure there are some middle schoolers who date, but it's incredibly unlikely that they're going to be. There's a middle schooler who's going to be dealing with a dead boyfriend or girlfriend, mm-hmm. much less a dead husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might deal with, like, a dead loved one, but not necessarily that. Yeah. 
I can't say for certain, but I I have dealt with a dead that death of a parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I can't say it feels similar to like death of a uh, a lover, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine they're that. I'm. I feel like it's different because it. I think it's, it's someone you shared more with than what you did. And it's also, I think this is. Um, I don't think there's ever a general like. How do I put this? You can't. Yeah, there's no way to generalize. It, everyone processes exactly. grief different, and everyone has a different relationship with different people in their life. Yeah. Like some people can feel nothing when certain people in their lives die because they had a bad relationship with them. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it's all different for everybody. Or they had a really complicated relationship. They don't know how to feel. Yeah. It, it's different for everybody. It depends on the lots of variables. But at the end yeah. of the day, loss is hard in, its, in different ways. Absolutely. Um, whether it be a loss of somebody you love or loss of, I guess, a, a complete family. Yeah. But A uh, loss of, you know, your status that, quo. Yeah. Status quo is very... Um, I realize this about... It's a little impersonal. But... No, 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 no. I think status quo is actually super important, like especially to children. Oh yeah, I, I just I'm the one who said it, but I still think it's a little bit of an impersonal way to word it. Mm. Uh, it because status quo is usually like a it's like a business thing. It's not like a family thing, but it it it's semantics. It, it this is literally semantics, but. Uh, I, I think someone with more tact than me would find a better way to word it. Mm-hmm. I am tactless. You're fine. No, nah, I uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. We're, We're not, not getting into. It's not the point. It's not the point. Yeah. Um, I'm also finally glad we got to get to this show because literally, the timeline is. I watched the first season of this show, and not long after that, we started doing this podcast. Yeah, that's why we held off a little bit because it was a little exactly, fresh. and it or, was a little yeah. fresh. And then, like, the other books came out, and I'm like, I can't watch these because we're eventually going to have to talk about them on the show. I might as well just wait. Yes, yeah, I mean that's not your that. fault. That's just the nature of this show. I mean, we could have done this sooner. I forgot about it. I mean, it. I did too. So it, to be fair. Yeah. But now watching yeah. season one again, I'm like, oh man, I'm super excited to watch season two. I I I really think I want to do. I want to tackle season two early next season. I agree. Uh, if you wanted to put off Sense Our World to do more Infinity Train, I wouldn't oh. complain. But uh, I. I, I kind of wanted. Now we. I'm excited. I'd for, space. I'm excited for. I'd rather we space world. it out. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want a okay never again situation. Yeah. I was mainly super excited for it because Mirror Tulip and that entire concept was my favorite thing in season one. So I'm super excited that season two focuses on that a lot. 
Absolutely. And I'm curious what her dynamic with her two other friends are. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm also curious if she uh, just goes by, still goes by Mirror Tool, or she comes up with her own name. I think it's in, in, in on IMDb, on all the credits. Uh, MT? It, it's mirror tulip and then uh, single quotation marks uh, MT. Yeah. So yeah, she goes by MT, I guess. So, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for this segment. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Infinity Turns real good. Go watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch this. Like, watch this fucking show. If you've got all an right. afternoon. Yeah, or an evening, like literally it's, just. It's like talking. what, five episodes, twenty, like five episodes of a fucking twenty-two minute. Basically, yeah, like ten, eleven minute episodes, five, twenty-two minutes. Yeah, basically. so like that's yeah. what, like that's a movie. Yeah, that that's literally a movie. That's, yeah, uh, that's almost uh, two hour. That's a, like close to a two hour movie. So you got like got an evening. Got two an and a half. Two and a half. No, it's, no, it's no. All, no, no, two. It's two, two, two. My bad. Yeah, yeah, two. So almost okay. two hours. Well, almost two. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take another quick break, and when we get back, it's Adventure Time. We'll see you then. Hey there, hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Acme Podcast Incorporated. Uh, Adventure Time. Woo! Come on, grab your friends. We're going to very distant lands. Man. Jake the dog and Finn the human. The fun will never end. Adventure, Adventure time. time. 2010, Pendleton Ward. Uh, Kent Osborne, Adam Udo, Jack Pendarvis, Patrick McHale, Tom Herpich, 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 uh, Somville, Xiaphone, Jesse Moynihan, Mark Banker, Steve Wolfhard, Meriwether Williams, Eko Castuera, Cole Sanchez, Ashley Birch, Seo Jung Kim, So Jung Kim, uh, sorry, uh, Timothy McKeon, uh, Rebecca Sugar, Bert Yun, uh, Julia Pott, Graham Falk, Steve Little, uh, Thorpe Van Orman, Sam Alden, Hannah K. Nystrom, Andy Ristian, Ristin, Ristino, Alex Senwald, or Senvald, uh, Skylar Page, Polly Guo, uh, Elizabeth Ito, Sean Jimenez, Emily Partridge, Luther McLaurin, Nikki Yang, Luke Pearson, Armin Mirzayan, Chris Mukai, Dylan Haggerty, Laura Net- Netzger, DJ Markusen, Benton Connor, Dick Gruner, Thomas Wellman, Derek Ballard, Jillian Tamaki, Andres, Andres Saloff, Peter Braungart, Craig Lewis, JG Quintel, Natasha Allegri, Doug Tenapel, Michael DeForge, David O'Reilly, Masaki Yuasa, David Ferguson, Brandon Graham, Gilbert Hernandez, Geneva Hodgson, Sloan Long, Casey Green, Derek Kirk Kim, Kirsten Lepore, 
Charmaine Verhagen, and Anna Siv Sivertson are all the writers. Somewhere in the middle of that, can we put the SpongeBob click two hours later? <laughs> if I remember. Like, uh, Jesus. yeah, <laughs> lots of writers on the show. And um, for season it ran one, for, a long time. for season one, um, the only recurring characters we have are Stompy Space Princess, Bubblegum, Finn, Jake, and Marceline. Yep. Oh, and Rancorn. Tree Trunks. Oh, yeah, Tree Trunks shows up a couple and then, times. Uh, Finn is Jeremy Shimada. Yep. Bubblegum John DiMaggio is, is Jake. Hinden Walsh is Bubblegum. Oh, Ice King. Uh, Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny is Ice King. Ice um, King showed up a bunch, though. Yeah, he did. Uh, and oh. then uh, Marceline is Olivia Wilson. Uh, we got uh, Nikki Yang is Lorrainicorn, and Pendleton Ward himself voices Slippy Space Princess. Yep. Man, it's a trip coming back to this show. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was most of the episodes I remembered, but it, they're not really. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I feel like a lot of these, it's either been so long that I just don't remember them, mm -hmm. or I just never saw them before. I remember quite a few of these. Like, I remember, uh, Lump I remember Trouble in Lumpy Space. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember the Ricardio episode. I remember the Marcel, the both the Marceline episodes. I remember the first one. Uh, I remember Ricardo the Heart Guy. I remembered Slumber Party Panic. Yeah, I remember. Um, what else? Which one? Magic Man. I can't remember which one was Magic Man. Oh, that's Man. Freak City, I think. Freak City? Okay. Magic Man! Ocean of Fear, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also remember The Dungeon. Uh, yeah, Dungeon. Remember that mm. one? Because that's yeah. where fucking the cat comes from. Yeah. I have approximate knowledge of many things, Frank the Human Boy. <laughs> I think... Uh, this is season one is really just establishing our characters in the world. It's not until like later seasons that we start to get like the overarching storylines and plots that the show kind of becomes famous for. Yeah, it it's not really it's episodic. It's just pure episodic goodness. It's pure episodic goodness, and like it really does establish Adventure Time's like really weird sense of humor. Oh yeah. That uh, I remember when it first came out, mm -hmm. I was hanging out with uh, some friends who had just watched it, uh, and their first reaction was, "This is just Gamma World. This is just Gamma World." Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. It is just. It is just Gamma World. And I was like, "Yeah, this is Gamma World." It's even more oh. so when you find out about the big fucking thing where it's like you find out it is a post-apocalypse. Yeah, the Mushroom Wars. That's the Mushroom Wars. <laughs> Jeremy Shada sounds so young in this first season. Right? And I, for, I forget how much he... he also, he's also in uh, Voltron later. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, he's a land. It just, yeah, it's just amazing how... God, it, it it's, so, it's so different from what it becomes. Yeah, and how his... He grows. He grows. He grows, and his character grows as the show changes. 
And I'm so glad they didn't replace him, like a lot of shows did. Yeah, right? I'm glad. And they got to, like, really work it into the story because, like, Finn actively ages as the yeah. show, like, goes on. I believe at the start of the series, he's 12. Yeah. And then by the end, he's, like, 17, I think. I think so. Um, And he's an adult when Obsidian rolled around. Yeah. But yeah, I love this show. I I really do. I'm I'm glad we. I'm glad I watched. The, I'm glad we watched this. Yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to re- watching more of it. Uh, because I it made me realize like, oh man, I miss some of these characters and I miss some of this fucking humor. Yeah. Like boy, did I miss Marceline. Yeah. I love Marceline. <laughs> He's my favorite. Yeah. And. I also miss some of the really wacky humor, like the, the one that is one of the, some of the jokes that like people remember some of these jokes, but there are jokes that I'm like, I completely forgot about. And I felt, I almost fell out of my chair <laughs> laughing. The, the one that got me real good was when I think it was, it was in the episode where Ice King captures Finn. Like, yeah, it was the episode where we put him in the cage Oh yeah, and Ice King freezes them. And yeah. he's carrying them up the hill. And then he, like, reaches into his fucking robe and he's like, mmm, trail, like, trail mix. Mmm, yogurt chip. <laughs> and he just goes, tap, tap. <laughs> sit away. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because it's Tom fucking Kenny. There's, I don't know why that's so fucking funny. Cause it's Tom fucking Kenny, and he's he, he's the master. He is, he's... but also like just the delivery of just like he puts it back and he goes tuck tuck. Just so <laughs> I don't know why that's so. It also fucking lumpy his face for it says like oh my god, Melissa. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, Melissa. This is so stupid. Oh man, and we also see some characters that would become more important later, like and get more stuff later, like Bimo. Bimo, Bimo gets way more later, and Bimo and uh, Billy, 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 yeah, and Billy and uh, I think there's one other character we see in this that show. Oh yeah, Tree Trunks, obviously. Tree Trunks. Yeah, Tree Trunks. Neptor comes back, doesn't he? Oh yeah, Neptor does come back. I, rem- I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Excuse me. Uh, oh, Ricardo comes back. Ricardio uh, comes back. Ricardio. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think the Duke of Nuts occasionally makes appearances. Yeah, but he's not like a major plot. No, no, but Beam- of... yeah, but Bimo and Neptor and yeah, yeah. I feel are. like another one. Peppermint Butler. Peppermint Butler. Oh yeah, Peppermint Butler. A lot more stuff. Yeah, his weird fuck, fucked up dark past or whatever. Yeah. Give me your flesh. <laughs> I think my favorite uh, bit character and in this show mm-hmm. uh, and it's entirely just the same character as Scruffy from Futurama. Oh, is the... But yeah. Stachi! Oh, Stachi's gonna have a have a big day. Oh, Stachi's feeling good. Not a little too good, in fact. 
<laughs> I love those are my favorite. Scrubby don't care. Scrubby has three percent of this company. <laughs> Scrubby has confidence in this company. Scrubby has been here for ten years. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're wait, doing Futurama next season. We're we're wait, absolutely doing Futurama. Wait, who are you? I'm Scrubby, the janitor. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm Futurama. I, I'm. I do want to talk about Futurama. Yeah, that's one. I don't think we need to do the entire series. We can just like pick our favorite. Well, it de- depends because I mean there are, especially later seasons. We we can just pick our favorite storylines if we want. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Because right. there's, I'll be honest. I don't want to do every season of. Futurama. We don't have to. We can do the best from certain seasons and then like the final yeah. storylines that actually matter. Yeah. That that's how I like that's how I'd like to do it. Just pick our favorite things. It doesn't have to be one episode, but I just don't feel oh, yeah. like covering it. Something I've learned over this season. Mm-hmm. I don't think we really needed to do all of Venture Brothers. I, I really pushed for it because I was super passionate about it. It's my favorite show. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like we needed to do the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just like we, we could have just done it like a top. Could have done like a top twenty. We could have done one episode. Just done a top fifty-two. I, the episodes. only reason that we wouldn't is because I haven't. I hadn't seen season six. Yeah. Five, season five, six, and seven. If I had, then yeah. But if, but that hasn't stopped us before. It hasn't, but like on just picking top ten episodes because of how storyline five, fo- six, seven. It's very yeah. It's storyline focused. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of important. Yeah, but even so, I feel like a lot of the like, even though there is a storyline, mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's a very self. The episodes are self-contained quite mm-hmm. well because. There's definitely times where I've just we could have easily done the first three seasons in one episode. We did. We could have just not touched them. <laughs> I mean, uh, we did do the first three in one episode. Uh, I yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We could have in season four and five in one yeah. episode too. Yeah, I I honestly think we could have just done the entire series, just picking the best parts, mm-hmm. like rather than doing just like season by season. Rather than doing season by season, but more than that, rather than, um, you know, the way we usually do it, where we finish an episode, we pick our next shows, or we've already had them scheduled or whatever, mm. and then we watch those two shows. Yeah. Or a show and a movie or whatever. Yeah. We could have just slowly pecked away Adventure Brothers over the course of also watching the other stuff and then done it at, like, the end of the season. Yeah. We could have. Uh, rather than each, like... Each, their own doing all the seasons in different episodes. Do you feel like, whatever? Do you feel like Adventure Time is one of those? Yeah, Adventure Time, Futurama, um, just a lot of long running shows. Watching it in the um, background and then getting to it later. Yeah, like watching it um, occasionally when you're watching other things, and then at the end, like, and then kind of like. Maybe like watching it in big chunks and then, you know, convening after you've watched a certain amount of it. Yeah. 
and then and basically cover the whole show in like two or three episodes. Yeah, really. If if something has more than I want to say four seasons, mm-hmm. that that that's how I think I'd want to do it from here. Yeah. On. And, if there's more than four seasons. Yeah, because we figured out how to break up certain types of shows. Like, with Shonen, we was like, arc by arc. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. But, and, I mean, you could really do the same with something like Adventure Time. Because it does basically become a Shonen series by the end. Yeah. Um, it's an American Shonen series. I, I like the idea um, of just, like, as we're doing other things, slowly going through Adventure Time. Especially, like, the early seasons where it's, like, the storylines aren't as important. Yeah. And then, like, convening if we watch, like, three seasons of it or something. I think that's actually probably a better way to do season projects, honestly. Mm. Uh, we, we've already started talking about next season's project. Don't want to tease it or spoil it here. Just We've started talking about it. I think we'll keep with this format for next season. Mm-hmm. And then the season after, we'll try this new idea. Where we're just slowly picking away at the project, and then that'll be the season finale. Yeah, I think that works for some shows. Yeah, I think that would work good for Gargoyles. I think that would work good for Adventure Time, Steven, Steven Universe. Yeah. Oh, definitely Steven Universe. Yeah. Uh, regular show. Yes. Uh, I. I. It's like I think we can keep the old format, but also keep use this new format for certain shows that that lend themselves well to it. Yeah, I, Futurama too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, I, I agree. We'll have to, Simpsons. We'll have to try it out for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's certain shows that we don't want to do that we're going to have to eventually do, mm. like paid or not. I feel like it we'd be remiss not to. Mm. Uh, we got to get over the whole pay me idea for uh, which one. Simpsons. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I don't, think it's I, too big a deal. I, 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 mean, I say no, the same with I, Family Guy. I'll do, like it's. Uh, I think it's too big a deal. It it's too big a deal I to will, not. I'll do, ever I'll do the on. Simpsons. I just, God, do I not want to talk about Family Guy? I feel like we have to at some point. You don't have to be on that episode if you don't want. Just like I don't have to be on episodes that I don't want. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like as a show it's too major for us to not talk about at some point. Hmm. Even if we only talk about that initial run before it got picked up by Adult Swim. Fair. Because uh, those are... I'll stand by those first like season or whatever. But that being said... That being said, yeah, Adventure Time. I mean, there's not too much to say. You know what? Because... Do you have favorite episodes of this season? <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ocean of Fear. Mm. Um, the Duke. Mm-hmm. I liked Ocean of Fear a lot, so I I definitely. Yeah. I loved just fucking. Finn, you keep beating me up. This is my bread maker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Memories of Boom Boom Mountain. I like that one. Mm. Uh, and my two favorite people. I think I love my two favorite people. Yeah, I love like now I now remember why I got rid of this translator. (laughs) Just talking the old man voice. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes isn't for a while, and I'm looking forward to is the episode where 
Finn and Jake play that match, the gathering ripoff. Yeah. I flooped the pig. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. But anyway, but my favorite ones in this season are definitely um Dungeon. I really like Dungeon. Dungeon's really good. Dungeon's a lot of fun. I really like um uh what was the name of that one? Uh I'm trying to remember I'm looking at the list right now actually. A rainy day daydream. That's a good one too. I yeah. love I love that episode a lot. It's, yeah, it's it's like a bottle episode, but not. Yeah, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, that this is a point I, I was thinking of as I was watching it. I feel like the Enchiridion should have been episode one. I agree. Actually, I think it works better as a as an episode one compared to Slumber Party Panic. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yeah, uh, the uh, evicted for obvious reasons because it's the Marshall, Marceline. the first the first yeah. Marceline episode. And I also like the other Marceline episode. Uh, freaking which one was it? henchman? Henchman, yeah. Basically, pretty much any Marceline episode I'm gonna like because I love Marceline so much. Yeah, Marceline's fun. Marceline's great. I think my favorite episodes fair episode for like funny factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the witch's garden? <laughs> the yeah, the witch's garden's real good. <laughs> like I would rather I would rather die than apologize. <laughs> like I mean, just treat me like a normal dog. Ironic, considering my freakish baby body. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what? Uh... Baby body Jake reminds me of now. What? Have you have you seen those baby and Nosuke, like tiny little micro animations? No. All right, I'm gonna have to find these for you real quick. They're just they all have like the same song, but they're like different. Okay, hold on. Oh wait, no, I've seen these. You have? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, it's just it's the same vibe. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know why these kept getting recommended to me. I have not seen anything with any of these characters on YouTube, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. That being said, well, because you've searched it in Google. You've searched Kimetsu no Yaiba. No, true. Or Demon Slayer, yeah. right? Yeah. It's always listening. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. I like Neptur. Nep- the ne- I can't remember which episode it was. It is literally just called Neptur. Really? Or no, it's called What is Life? What is Life? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is Life? Um, But, oh, I also remember, like, Donnie. Don- yeah, Donnie. Everybody run up an oxygen cloud. <laughs> we are werewolves. We're not werewolves. We're werewolves. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a weird fucking show. It's a weird fucking show, my dude. It's a show that so sets good. us up of as we can kind of do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. There's magic. There's weird science bullshit. There's fucked up monsters. There's dungeons. Whatever. We can do what we want. 
No, yeah. No rules. No rules, just right. Much like He-Man. Yeah. Fuck. He-Man and Thundercats where it was like, just whatever. Yeah. Do it. Just make up a tool called a samoflange. Fuck. What now what the fuck is a samoflange? Uh, um, you saw the big Thunder Tank that Super 7's releasing, right? Yeah. It comes with a little flange for your Panthro. Good. I'm so <laughs> happy. It's like $400 and it's not, I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. $400 for something that big. Mm-hmm. I understand the cost value. Yes, and it's also like, uh, yeah. It's not money I would want to spend, mm-hmm. even though I love one twelve scale vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But I, I'm, yeah. For those who, whatever. For those who don't know what we're talking about, if you haven't seen it, look up Thundercats bloopers. Oh yeah. There's is there's a clip. It's really famous of Panther's voice actor doing a take where it's like, "Now hand me that samoflange," and there's a pause, and he goes, "Now what the." Is a Samo Flash. I'm gonna post it to our Twitter right yeah, now. Yeah, you do you should do that. We probably should have done that when we talked about the Thundercats show. I probably did. Might have. In fact, <laughs> I think you might have made a Samo Flange joke on the Thundercats episode. No, you made like a space fantasy thing. Yeah. Oh was. yeah. We did talk about the Samo Flange thing though. In fact they made a joke about it in the, the, the reboot, so Yeah. But that being said, I think that's uh not much to say about Adventure Time at the moment. No, yeah, th- this is very much just like establishment, yeah, establishment, like establishment of the world, the, world. the characters, yeah. etc. Yeah, still super episodic. Oh yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of season two. If I'm remembering season two correctly, mm-hmm. it's also majorly episodic. I, I think it's not until like the latter half of season two and season three where like overarching storylines started getting introduced, like stuff with Flame Princess. Yeah, and you've also got like the lich showing. Yeah, up the lich shows soon. up. Yeah, and then like the the snail. Yeah, the snail. Yeah, the snail, and the stuff with Marceline and her dad. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that you know the show for doesn't get established until later. Yeah, the flame princess stuff always interested me. I I sort of fell off it somewhere a little bit after she was introduced, but. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's that. All right. We're going to take one more short break. And when we get back, we're going to close this bitch out. We'll see you then. All right. Let's close this bitch out. Uh, it's Acme Podcast. I'm Laser J. That's Kaiju Emperor. And that's been an episode. That's the show. Yeah. Uh, it'd be real great if you could rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find us. Wherever you're review. Are yeah, we wherever listening? you're listening. Please. Crave that sweet, sweet validation. And uh, tell a friend. Yes. Do that uh, asshole thing that uh, shop owners do where they're waiting for you to to watch you leave a Google review. Just be like, no, I want to watch you download it. Wow. Here, here, give me your phone. I'll download it for you. Just, just be real. Just be a jackass about it. Be real I used to tell you... Yeah. I usually tell you not to be a jackass, but sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. You gotta push it. Yeah. And so right now, I'm giving you carte blanche 
be a jackass about here's, this. Here's your jackass card for yeah. this one thing. You get one. For this one thing. Everything else, be kind and considerate mm-hmm. and compassionate. But be a jackass about getting people to listen to us, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, put the word out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? You can get in contact with us. Tell us, tell us how you were a jackass and got someone to listen to us. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. You can find us. You, you can email us at uh, acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. Let's hear that back one more time. That's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at at Podcasts. That's at I-N-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S. At Inc. Podcasts. You can also find us on Tumblr. Kyle, tell us more about that. You can find us on Tumblr at uh, acmepodcasts.tumblr.com. That's acmepodcasts.tumblr.com. Yep, and before we get into anything else, uh, let's check the email and ask box. Got some asks last time, but I don't think there's... Nope, no asks this time, unfortunately. Alrighty, I just got a... Open this here web browser, and we're waiting on the slowness of Mozilla Firefox. Uh, Do I have to wait on the slowness of Mozilla? Alright, I'm really slowing us down. I'm holding us back. Uh, you know what? We'll check the email next time. I'll have it queued up next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until next time, don't be a jackass unless you're telling people to listen to the podcast. We'll see you then. Bye!